welcome to Life and Business in Flow. I'm your host and the mentor to creatives, Kate Adamo. I created this podcast to share about the challenges in my life that led me to running a proactive and sustainable business on my terms. I've always been guided by my intuition and what feels right, and I've never done what they say you should do. I've always done it my way and with authenticity. We'll talk life, health, boundaries, business, brand, finances, worth, and everything in between. Because when we get clear on the foundations and value ourselves, we create not only a sustainable business, but a life that flows. And I want that for you. Thank you for being here. It means the world to me. So today I have the pleasure of introducing you to one of my clients and favorite humans, Sophie Marshall from Gentle Habits. Formerly, this is Incense. Now, Sophie lives in the coastal town of Yamba with her husband, Simon, along with their two boys, Duke and Ace, after making the move from Torquay last year. They've both been a part of the surf industry with a combined experience of 40 years, which has seen them travel the world. Sophie's 27 years in the surf industry has seen her work for brands such as Roxy and until recently, she was the global head of product for Rip Curl. Sophie launched This Is Incense in 2019 after a pursuit to slow down and to have scents that could remind her of her family's favourite Australian places and the idea came to Sophie in the shower one day. And with so much experience and knowledge, I just had to bring her onto the show to share her story and the incredible new brand, Gentle Habits, that's about to launch. And with that, welcome to the show, Sophie. I'm so honoured to have you here to share your story. Thanks, Kate. I am wrapped to be here to be talking about all of this, especially with you. Thank you. So Sophie and I connected uh, in September last year, and at the time, Sophie, you were looking to transition out of a 27-year high-pressure career, moving state, stepping full-time into your business, which was growing and evolving as well with another brand brewing in the background. And the last 13 months have seen all of that happen and more. And I'm so honored to have been a part of the journey to watch you grow, Soph, and for the true magic to unfold along the way. And I cannot wait for Gentle Habits to be launched into the world. You've created something so needed. But before we dive into Gentle Habits, I'd love for you to take us back a step and share firstly how This Is Incense came to life uh, for those who may not be aware of the story, why it was created. Well, This Is Incense definitely was one of those products that I created just for the absolute need for myself to start off with. Um, At the time, I was traveling a lot for work, juggling the two boys and I got to the stage where I was like, I really just need something to help me transition, especially driving home from work and rolling in the door and trying to be a mum straight away. So I used to always do this interesting thing. I used to always have a quick shower and put another change of clothes on before I started dinner and and started dealing with the boys just to be able to like change uniform. And when I did that as well, I, um, I had bought some incense on a trip in um, in New York and I just randomly started using it a lot and I found that it really calmed the boys and it, yeah, just it was started to become a really cool after-school ritual in our household. Um, and then, yeah, just I think it was, it was only a couple of months later I was having a shower and the idea pop, literally just popped into my head, you've got to make incense. And I draw, I just ran out of the shower and ran out to Tripper and said, hey, we're going to make incense. And he was like, what the? He thought I was pretty crazy at the time. Yeah. And then that started the the discussion of, 
okay, if we're going to make incense, why, how? And at the time there wasn't really an incense brand out there in the market um, and I knew that I wanted to play with essential oils as well. Mm-hmm. So we made three, we made a rule, we made a couple yep. of rules and and the rules were it had to be easy. So if it was too hard, then we would walk away. Um, and, and obviously because we're working and everything else, it was, you know, there was just unrealistic if it was going to be too hard. Um, it had to be bootstrapped. We weren't allowed to borrow any money. So it was literally started for, with just, you know, our own, our own savings. Mm-hmm. And the other one that still stands today, we have a no dickhead policy. <laughs> I love so <laughs> yeah, we wanted to deal with really good humans. So those three things really drove and guided us in our decision-making and, Every spare moment I had at night, um, in the mornings, whenever I was learning, studying and, yeah, trying to get myself up to speed on how I was going to embark on this. And, yeah, so that was that was it. And the, the funny thing was that the incense ended up being my new hobby um, to stop me working on the weekends for Rip Curl. So that was started my new hobby. And now it's, yeah, now it's my my full-time job. Look what that hobby has led into. And it still blows my mind the fact that you worked full-time in such a huge global role, raising boys and managed to create this hobby on the side, which really sounds funny saying now, like it is truly incredible what you have created, maybe overachieved a little bit. Like, I don't know how you didn't break yourself in that process, um, but it's, it's incredible. So what you've created with this is incense. So has the journey been what you expected since launch a couple of years ago? Honestly, I, when I launched this is incense and I still look at the video when I got my first samples, funnily enough, we're on holidays in Yamba and they sent us the first samples. And I look back at that and I had, honestly, I had no idea what was going to happen. Like I, I, I just remember opening these boxes going, I am obsessed with these. I hope everyone else is going to be. Um, and, and they have, uh, you know, it's, it's been, it's been definitely no expectations. We were like, let's just start this and see what happens. Let's see if people like it. Um, and then, yeah, it, it's definitely taken off. And again, it is one of those things I think that, you know, COVID and lockdowns did have um, a part to play in this as well. But I've really just let the universe dictate what was about to happen and unfold. Yeah. And I imagine that you, well, hopefully I imagine that you expected that it might've been the case, but did it ever really feel like it was going to be real for you to be able to leave that full-time job? And honestly, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I, I, I I honestly didn't. I still remember um, a time where, you know, I I couldn't have done this without Tripper, my husband, he really did take you know, he stepped up and looked after the boys. You know, I would get home from work. Um, probably, you know, him and I were terrible. We'd jump on, we'd have our laptops, put the kids to bed, have our laptops mm-hmm. on our um, on our laps, eat dinner, and then I would obviously work till midnight, um, packing orders and doing stockists and doing whatever else we were doing at the time. And you know, he really supported me in making sure that I could do both because. Um, you know, I wasn't, I definitely wasn't present for the kids at that during those times. I was literally working um, yeah. two jobs. Yeah. And I just, yeah, that, that 
I remember packing my last wholesale order and my last Christmas order um, and also to finishing up at work and I just collapsed in his arms crying because I was just so cooked. Um, But I knew I had to do it. And, yeah, it was just one of those things that I just, I knew deep down I just had to keep going. Yeah, because you knew it would be worth it in the end. And I think one thing that, like, has sort of stood out for me is just with this as incense is the way that you've been able to create a brand and have, I guess, almost a bit of a, a cult following for something that's, I guess, been around for a long time. We could have got it at any spiritual shop, you know, but you've changed the the face of it, the packaging, the way it's used, the sense, the way that you create your sense and the depth that you've gone into. I'd love to know just a little bit more about that and what goes into making it and, and the brand. Sure. So, Interesting. The whole scent process for me is definitely one that I relish in and I really love doing probably more than anything is is really creating the scents. And I do work with an amazing team who helped me bring my vision to life. Um, when I first started, I would brief in the perfumer who works with the essential oils um, and they would come back to me with, you know, five or six different options. Uh, I was really specific in in what I wanted. Um, I knew those places that I had travelled to meant a lot to me, especially, you know, it would be super easy for me to do any places and I get asked all the time, you know, you should add this and that, but I'm not connected to those places so I can't just yeah. go and add them in. No way. You know, so we got married at Bells Beach, for instance, and, mm. you know, I really wanted to create that bushwalk scent you know so I wanted to you know bring that alive and I know exactly what that smells like when I walk that track so I wanted to recreate that too so you know I I have done a lot of um you know looking into in the ingredients and and yeah just being really specific in my brief on on what I want and look there's been so many scents that didn't make it that didn't cut the mustard tripper is my um is my person, if he doesn't like it, he smells all of them burnt because all of our husbands have to, you know, they have to smell it every day too. So they don't like it. You know, it's not going to, it's not going to fly. So Trip is my tick of approval. Um, and yeah, he, he helps me on that too. And I really do want to grow the masculine sense as well. Like that's probably one of my, you know, I'm, I personally love those ones so much. So I do want to yeah. be able to, you know, make sure that I've got a broad, a broad mix and you know we've started with places and now we're into um our ritual series which is really exciting too because that means so much to me and I want to create um create something that's really important to me through scent Mm -hmm. that's beautiful and I I think that like just hearing you say that it's that I think is part of the success. Like people will have been able to connect because they've been to those places or maybe they'd love to get to those places and that might be what it feels like to be there. And I think that there's that beautiful connection as well. So it's, um, yeah, it's, it's beautiful what you've created. So, yeah. And so let's dive into a little bit of what happened around the time that, that we connected. So 2021, like most of us, it obviously been a tough year, COVID lockdowns in Victoria, all of those things. You're juggling full-time work homeschooling your boys and juggling the business on the side. What was it that led you to saying, okay, something needs to change. I need to do life differently. Like, was it a particular day or a moment when you, when you decided that's it, I need, oh, to, I need to stop? Honestly, like I, I feel like COVID, particularly for our family, there was a silver lining looking back at it. Um, 
our life was unsustainable before that. Tripper and I were away every six weeks juggling the kids and, you know, we're traveling overseas. So it's like away for three or four weeks at a time. Um, you know, be having a global role, you're on in the morning to hit the US and then you're on late at night to, you know, hit Europe. So it's been a big part of my life. And I think when once COVID's happened, all of a sudden we had our family together um, and it was challenging 100%, especially with the homeschooling and the mental health yeah. um, whole side of it, um, you know, making, yeah, it was just a really, really um, t- tough time for a lot of people. So it allowed us to kind of really work out what was important and using the incense for myself during the day, it gave me something to look forward to. It was a ritual for us in the morning, being inside all day as well, you know, stinky boys. It was just, it, it became even more important to us. Um, and, you know, during that time, I wanted to create a few more scents. And I remember, um, you know, wanting to really work on that too. And I think there was a couple of pivotal moments for me, which I really realized that I couldn't go back to the way we were, the way it was. Um, you know, there was a week long teams meeting that I had to, you know, I had to host. Um, and that was really challenging for me to be able to try and make sure that my boys were still, you know, not playing Fortnite and, you know, trying to, trying to do school. Um, you know, one of them nearly, both of them nearly got hurt one day. We had painting fell off the wall, glass everywhere because they were, you know, we weren't watching what they were doing. And it was like, hang on, this is just, this is not cool. So, the other one was during, um, in between the lockdowns, one of my close girlfriends, Pilar, got made redundant from Rip Curl and she's an amazing sales, you know, sales manager. And I just said, hey, come, come, I can't do this anymore. You need to help me out here. Can you come and, you know, run the business while I work? Because it was just getting to the point where it was just crazy, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she took it on and and really built this as incense while I was working. Um so when she came to me and said that she was pregnant, I was just so over the moon. But I also knew that the, you know, I had to make a decision here because who else to take over? It was really just me. So that were, you know, those were the two pretty, pretty pivotal moments for me where I was like, oh my gosh, I am actually, I'm really gonna do this. Am I really gonna do this? <laughs> like you know, it was so frightening and scary at the same time. And then that's when I knew because it, because it's such a big change for me, I knew I needed help and support. So I happened to find you. I listened to one of your podcasts that you um, interviewed Sam, Mm -hmm. Sam Wills, Samantha Wills, who I um, know personally and have followed her career and, I just, as soon as I heard that podcast, I went and listened to every single um, episode that you recorded and I was like, yep, need a bit of cake in my life. And you slid into my DMs. <laughs> I slid in and I was like, I think that's the thing. I think I knew that I could not go and replicate all of my bad habits yeah. and, and and go into this and have no life. Like your whole thing is business and life in flow, um, something I've probably really sucked at. You know, it, it's when you have a career and you're a working mum, it's really hard to balance it all. And, and I've been that person of, you know, trying really hard to work hard to provide for my family. So I really did need some help to really 
undo all that and try and start again and and do a little bit more of it in a healthy, balanced way. Absolutely, because you yeah you were working at a pace that wasn't that wasn't sustainable. It had like everything you had you had done had got you to where you wanted to go, but you knew that that pace and doing it in that way wasn't going to get you to where you needed to be, and it wasn't sustainable long term. So. I was um, very flattered because I was a big fan from afar and and had your products. So I was wrapped when you reached out and it's been such a cool journey, which we'll talk about more later on. Um, But when was that moment where you just went, right, that's it. We're packing up the life, leaving the full-time job and I'm moving. What happened there? You just, you and Tripper one day said, this is it. We need to move. Yeah. So we, we had bought, a place up in Yamba seven years ago randomly on a holiday. And that was a whole, you know, a whole interesting experience anyway. And we airbeat and beat it. And we knew that one day our life would be up in Yamba. But it was just a matter of when. And the year before I actually, we, we kind of looked at it then um, and that was during lockdown and we, and obviously, you know, everyone out of Victoria wants to get out of Victoria and like we I had our well. out and it was there, but obviously we didn't have work and it was all very, you know, and I had an amazing opportunity at Rip Curl and, you know, amazing team that I love, um, love very dearly. So for me, it was, it was, yeah, it was, it was a pretty easy, no, we're not, we're not doing it yet. We're not ready. Yeah, not ready. So then fast forward to, you know, me making a decision going, okay, I'm I'm going to run this as incense for full time. Mm. And that's also too when we realised that obviously Duke's starting high school. So if we're gonna do it, it has to be now. Like yeah. it's 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 one of those things. So I still remember you know, at one stage we were looking at moving a little bit more near Queensland so, you know, Tripper didn't have to commute as long. Um, but my girlfriend, Claire, came in one day and goes, you guys are tripping. Just move into your house in Yamba and just do it. And I remember sitting on the kitchen floor and that's when we decided. We were like, wow. okay, we're going to do it. And we just literally had built our house and moved in. So, you know, it was my dream house and and I loved living in Torquay and had such a beautiful community, but we were just so drawn to being up here and a really good change for our um, our boys. And it's just, yeah, it's beautiful. I love it. I'm just so grateful every day of how amazing it is here. It's incredible. And as much as it was your dream home then, I think the SOF then and the SOF now might be a slightly different person. And it feels like well, at the moment you're currently tackling another house, so like just something else to add to the million things that Soph is doing. Um, it feels different again. It feels more like you, and it's like this whole other chapter that you've gone through over this last couple of years and transformation. Definitely, and you know, we did plan a renovation on this house um, before. Obviously, went all a bit crazy, so we're pretty we're pretty deep into it at the moment and but I am just I know it's so different now because I know that this is this is it this is our forever house you know I've made some really beautiful connections with people up here that I know that I'm going to get old with um so yeah it's super exciting and I'm just loving seeing my boys outside and happy and and just in really enjoying what what makes this place so amazing Oh, you're you're in the perfect place for you. And I've just seen such a transformation in you in this last 12 months as well from just that stepping away. And that's what I wanted to touch on was like, I remember that when we spoke about it, that you were finishing up at Rip Curl. I think it was like late November, leaving Victoria a couple of weeks later and ready to dive into more around gentle habits. And, and those first two things happened. And then I remember 
having a bit of a chat to you and maybe pulling you up a little bit and saying, how about you just move? Yeah, take a minute. You go to the beach with the boys, you set up your house, you know, you just you feel it out for a little bit. And I think that part of that might have also just what needed to happen would be like shedding the corporate life. Oh, yeah. And so I guess like what has that sort of shown you and taught you like having that little breather for a couple of months? Because I imagine, um, and I meant to say this before, sorry, was that that nine to five Monday to Friday and being that full-time mom and working on your business that I, I feel like from speaking to you, you hadn't really had a minute to catch your breath and work out who Sophie is and what she might want. And that's sort of reflecting from that dream home, how it's changed and how you want things differently. So I'd love to hear about that couple of month period where you had a bit of a breather. Oh, I absolutely needed it because pretty much from when Duke was born at five weeks old, I was working full-time. Um, I, so, and then I went back to work after Ace. He was four months old and I went back full time. So I haven't had a break as a mum. I've yeah. pretty much been a working mum since the whole time. So when we had the opportunity to move up here, you know, those couple of months for me, was it was really hard to unwind. It took mm. me a couple of weeks to really, you know, settle in um, and to just really give myself the space to really kind of work out how my new life was going to look like. I know that I need a routine. That is just yeah. who I am. And I've worked that out pretty quickly, need to have a routine. Mm-hmm. And so this whole journey of moving up here enabled me to work out a routine and rich a ritual, if anything, to, to help my mental health and to help what my kids needed. And along this journey has enabled me to discover products that I needed in my life that is now part of gentle habits, which is kind of the funniest thing is that everything that I've done is now led me to this. So I've been on my own journey. Yes. The incense has, you know, created this, you know, beautiful product. um, And now we're creating a brand, but all of a sudden I'm living my brand and creating my brand through the space that I was given, which is kind of a little bit, you know, in reflection, I really did need that time to be able to be creative, you know. So undoing bad habits was was my journey and that's now been able to, so I'll give you an example, obviously, lunch breaks. I'm a shocker. I never have lunch breaks at work. I, I would eat at my computer, um, unless I was absolutely forced to, Mm. you know, being a working mum, you're just trying to fit everything in the day. And if you eat during your lunch, then it's maybe an hour less at night just to get everything done. Um, So that was a bad habit of mine. And I started to do it while I was up here. I'd work in the bungalow and I would have lunch and I wouldn't have a break. So started forcing myself to go to the beach and um, eating my lunch down there. And I would take the kids' dive mask and I would put it on and I would literally go underwater and submerge myself and just look at, not not look at fish, not don't want to look at fish, but literally seeing the sun come through the water and just having that time and moment and stillness just became a big part of my routine every day. And I kind of was like, oh, these dive masks, these are pretty daggy. Um, and I was like, oh, 
why don't I just create a dive mask that I actually really love and that I want to I want to use? So hence, one of my new products coming out is a um, a beautiful dive mask that um, I want people to grab and put in their bags and experience underwater stillness time. So it is you know meditation is obviously really important part of our lives and not everyone can do it or has discovered it yet. So these products are definitely helpful to, you know, create these little moments for you during the day that can be super helpful long-term. Like I I feel like how needed these products are because I just actually physically exhaled when you started explaining that of just like, that feels like so needed. Like I could just picture you going there and diving underwater and that stillness. And it just, it's something that I think as humans, we've really got disconnected from is that, is that stillness because everything is so fast. And I think gentle habits is just a real reconnection to sort of to, to self. And I know you'll explain it better, but just that guiding you to slow down and it, this to just be a different experience. So I love that, Soph. And so that was going to be basically part of my next question is, you know, that Gentle Habits was obviously sort of in the planning for the last year um, and how that break helped you, I guess, shape the products that you're releasing. And that was one big one there as well. But I guess this time has has shown you what, what was needed and what you needed to support you, I'm guessing. Absolutely. And the funny thing is that people that know me um, know I am 110% all the time. Like I'm on. <laughs> So it's yes, you are. <laughs> so it's been a, it's it's been crazy because I'm trying to like step it back for my myself, um, and I've definitely noticed a huge change in in everything I'm doing just by integrating and being cognitive of mm. these new gentle habits that I've I've created and putting in my life and. I want the same for everyone else. Like yeah. generally I I generally have created these products for myself, but also too I want people to use them and, and love them as much as I have. Like the incense for me, yes, it's a beautiful packaging and it smells amazing. It looks beautiful in your house, but there's it's so much more than that now. It it's, is. It is. It's, it's part of, you know, getting up in the morning, especially grounded for me, my new scent. Mm-hmm. Everyone's been absolutely loving it. And like to try. we've got the match. Yeah, we've got the matching playlist that you put on. Mm-hmm. You light your incense and you just really become present in your day. And it just sets you up for, yeah, a re- like being present and being mindful in that moment. And, and that's why I've created this is incense yeah. and, and what we're doing next. It's incredible. So how do you start your day? You've touched on that briefly, but I'd love to hear about your rituals and how you ground yourself for the day. Okay. So it's interesting because I do go through stages. Like I won't yeah. lie. Anyone that says that, you know, they're doing everything the same every day, mm-hmm. you know, like let's be real. I'm not a perfectionist at all. At all. I try really hard to make sure that I do do as much as I can, because, but I don't beat myself up about it now if I don't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and starting to learn about myself is when I feel my best, yeah. I'm doing everything that I need to be doing to be a better person. So in the morning for me, my perfect morning where I know that I'm on an inflow and and super happy is get up in the morning, dogs down to the lake for a quick walk, you know, Tripper and I are obviously um, 
you know, tag teaming when he's away up the coast for work. But, you know, my typical day would just be out in nature straight away with the dogs, come back, incense on, turn the coffee machine on, playlist on, you know, start that day, you know, with that. Like how cool, like how nice. Um, And obviously jump in the shower, I'm really excited about my new product that I love. I've been burning incense in the shower. I know it's a bit weird, but I have been loving it. So I was like, how can I create that in the shower? So we've now um, got a ritual shower oil in our sense. Mm. So the idea is get your body brush, put your oil on, Mm -hmm. hydrate your skin, and you absolutely have that sensory um, experience of smelling the incense as well because it's in the sense. So you know, having that shower and just, yeah, and then following it up with the body balm in the sense as well. Um, that's kind of like a beautiful typical morning for me. And then I've got the Positive Outcomes Journal too being launched and, you know, just being mindful and, and you know, writing down my general habits I'm going to do for myself today, you know, really cementing them and, and having an understanding of what am I going to do for myself today. And, you know, the positive outcomes that I want to do today, you know, it's like a to-do list in terms of like guiding what I need to be, you know, doing. And then at night, you know, just pulling it back out and, and you know, writing down your, you know, your feel-good moments that you've had during the day. So nice reflection. So, mm-hmm. you know, those kind of things for me are really important and um, has been super helpful. Yeah, absolutely. And it sounds like to me since you've had this move, you've actually like, connected back to yourself more than ever. And you, it sounds like sort of running your business on, oh, sorry, running your life on, on your terms, because for a lot of people, it's like up and out the door and a scramble and just, you know, out of bed late, quick eat or coffee, brush the teeth and run out the door. And it's just, it feels like it starts from this rushed place. And I imagine that you were there for a lot of those points, full-time work, mum, and for all of these years. And now you just flip that whole life on its head. And Absolutely. How better do you feel? I look back at the worst I was. Oh my goodness! I wasn't. I was in all sorts. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I had been diagnosed with adrenal fatigue. I was wasn't doing exercise. I was drinking. I, you know, had no time for myself. I'd get really irritable going what do I like doing? Like I'd forgotten what I like doing because I was literally just working, yeah. um, being a mom, and then obviously somehow trying to also be a wife, um, you know, and so I feel like that happens to a lot of women is all of a sudden you wake up and you're like, what am I like? Mm-hmm. What do I like to do? Like the yeah. boys have got hobbies, they go surfing, you know, like it, it got to that stage where I was like, this is really sad, like, you know, work is everything to me and, you know, that can't be healthy, right? No. And and I, like, I've been mentoring for nearly five years, Soph, and I have this conversation with nearly every woman that I work with and it's, you know, most are, are raising babies and children and have businesses and, and it's that question of, you know, who are you and what do you like and what do you enjoy? And, and there's almost a blankness or a, I have yeah. no idea, I've lost that. And, and that's something that's so important for me is helping women to connect back to themselves, to find themselves and to do what makes them happy. And you're here like showing them, I guess, with the products and the way that it can actually change. Like you've been on one side of it and, and I don't have children, but I've been there with the adrenal fatigue and the health challenges and that pushing yourself to the edge. 
And now we're seeing this other side of what it can look like. And I think it's so beautiful that you are creating this for, for not just women, but for people to have a different experience in life. Yeah. And it can just start with something so small, like the incense for me, like burning an incense stick in the morning or even at night, even if that is your first thing that you discover with us. Yeah. Like that in itself can, you know, kind of bring you, bring you into a really good space to be able to like, you know, you just need those little space, time, reflection, quiet time to be able to really kind of work out the next steps. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's essentially what happened to me. Like I, I was, yeah, knowing that I couldn't sustain it. Um, so yeah, something as small as that, you know, there's no, there's non-negotiables now with me. It's like, I have to exercise. That is just a non-negotiable like there'll be a whole week where I don't do something, but then I'll get back up and I'll, I'll start doing it. Even if it's so small, that's just an, a non-negotiable for me now. And once you work those little things out, you just go, oh, okay. You know, I can build on those things. It's like, okay, what's next? Non-negotiable coffee. I'm sorry. can't give up coffee. I, I did try. Um, I did try. And funnily enough, because of that, I didn't like any of the tea. So we're still launching tea next year under gentle habits because I just wanted to have a really good pyramid tea. So, you know, it's just finding those little things in your day that are non-negotiable um, and you just have to make time and, and know how important that is to you, to you, you know, because you lose yourself amongst work, kids, mm-hmm. every, all the things. Yeah. So yeah, finding those little non-negotiables is, and I just want to be able to create those non-negotiables for everyone. And that's beautiful. And so we've sort of touched on a few of the products and, and different things, but so what is Gentle Habits? So like what's it here to do and, and what impact do you want the products to have? Look, Gentle Habits is definitely one thing for me that I feel like it's starting with something and it's it's going to probably take myself on a journey as well and, and on, you know, others too. Yeah. But essentially it's, it's, I'm really passionate about creating goods that help people mm-hmm. and, you know, the goods that we're creating, you know, a daily rich, like to help you have daily rituals yeah. and give you that space that we talked about to, you know, find yourself, become present, um, you know, grounded and just captivated by the everyday things. Like it can just be so simple, like in the shower or, you know, underwater or, you know, just those really little things. Like everyone, we believe that everyone has their answers within themselves. It's just giving them the tools to be able to help them get there. And, you know, and it can be so many facets. Like for me, I need the space now, I realise to become, to be creative to really be creative. Um, so, you know, there could be products that you might try that all of a sudden in the shower, like me, you start getting ideas, you know, like that's something, you know, that I want to bring awareness about. And it is also too about brain health. Like everyone talks about mental health, but at the end of the day, our brain is a living organ. You know, it's, it's, it's a huge part of everyone's life. Everyone has to look after it, yeah. you know. So these little things can really be helpful in, in terms of like your overall um, mental health as well, which is something I'm super passionate about as well. Yeah, absolutely, because we don't give our brain a lot of space to ever stop, do we? Because like we're, we're up and we're on our phone and we're at work and we're connected 
pretty consistently or in traffic. And I think that those little moments and those habits that you're wanting to encourage people to share in, like it's such a beautiful thing to stop and pause and the ideas that flow in from that and maybe the business ideas or the new products for people or career shifts, who knows? Like it's giving people the space for those things to to, to percolate, which is beautiful. And so when is Gentle Habits being released into the world? What products can we expect? I know you've given away a few away or do you want to share them all? Yeah. To launch date. No, let's go yeah. for it. <laughs> okay. So, so launch date is November 1st um, and that's in four weeks. So we're very, it's coming down to the wire now. Yeah. Um, our products are obviously, we know that this is incense is, is a big part of that. Um so we're launching our ninth scent on Friday for the Pepper Heart Collab. Um, and then after that, we've got our shower, our ritual shower oil, which is available in your Yamba, Noosa and Byron. And then that's also paired with our um, body balm as well in the three scents. So with the shower brush and the ritual oil, that is essentially part of your new gentle habit of shower. I was really bored in the shower and I just was like, oh, I just really want to create something beautiful. So, um, yeah, so that's the the first um, product that we're launching. Yeah. The dive masks, so mm-hmm. the dive masks, which comes in the, in the colours in the pack. So we're launching that too for underwater stillness time. Um, and then, very cool. I've seen a little sneak peek. They are going to fly off the shelves. <laughs> They're really fun. And then we've also got our positive outcomes journal. So the idea about that is I wanted to create something that, you know, a teen boy could use like my son Duke to myself Mm -hmm. and it's 66 pages because it takes 66 days to create a habit. And it's one of those things that you just have with you during the day as well. So from start to finish, um, and I just think it's just a beautiful present and a really lovely gift to give someone. Um, journaling is definitely been very helpful for me. And I just think it's a, yeah, it's an easy, easy one to integrate into your everyday at the start yeah. during the finish of your, of, of your day. So they're the, the, the main products launching November 1st. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited because um, also too, we're online, we can, you can buy the, summer ritual kit so you can buy the gift pack of the whole lot and we give you basically a like an ingredients list on or a menu how to use it from start to finish in your day so yeah lots of beautiful gift ideas and I just think you know what what more meaningful way at Christmas to give something to someone that can you know promote their mental health as well help and potentially start a, a big change in their life so yeah, I think it's 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 no doubt like in my mind like why it's been so successful um, so far. Like just seeing if this is incense, meeting you, being part of the gentle habits journey. Things aren't just done for the sake of let's create something, let's bang out a product, let's try and make some money. It's it's grounded, it's thoughtful, it's really considered. It's something that has been a part of your story, and I feel like people are really connected to story. And I think if they can see that hey, it's helped Soph. Her life was, you know, quite full on and, and a lot going on and just how much more grounded and happier you are now and the transition with those products, like I'm not surprised. And I think Gentle Habits is just going to be such a huge success. Thanks, Kate. You've been so supportive of this. Like I can't tell you, there's been some serious times where I've needed you to pull me up and, you know, give me the support that I've needed and, 
you know, been so helpful for me, especially in making those big girl decisions. And I think that's why it's important for everyone to have someone to support them because sometimes we need people to hold a mirror back to us and to show us what we're really capable of. And and I see incredible things in you. Like I've been mentoring um, women for five years now and it's not often someone comes along like you, Sophie. It really isn't. Like everyone's incredible in their own way, but you seem to be able to achieve to a little bit of a different level and, and have, have a lot going on. But I think it's still important for everyone to have that person to just bounce back, to show them who they could be and to help them expand. And I see so much in you. And I know deep down you do as well, but I think it's it's been really cool that we could bounce those things together to see where this really could go. It's been a really cool experience. Oh, it's been awesome. Like, honestly, it's, I don't think... You know, it is can it can be pretty lonely um, working for yourself on on a project. Obviously, I've got amazing team and amazing staff, but just to have that, you know, that that support person to just pull you out as well and a bit of tough love, it's just so important. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I was actually going to mention that a, a little bit further down, but now that we've brought it up, and and you know, I think it, it has been a bit of a different experience um, for me, Soph, too, because I predominantly work with service-based businesses. But in you know reality, I'm all about supporting the women behind the brand in whatever capacity that is. And I've loved bouncing things off with you, like fonts and branding and products and colors and the wording and, and you know, and being your soundboard. And I think it's been a really cool um, thing because, you know, we can get these ideas from family and friends um, and they can always tell you, yep, that's great or it's not. But I think it's nice sometimes to have someone that's a little bit separated as well um, and for me, I want my clients to feel like, I guess it's that soft place to land and to share and be nurtured. And I know that, you know, our time might've been a little bit more less structured than how I would with say some of my service-based clients, but it's, it's just been one of those beautiful experiences that I'm constantly in awe of the things that you've achieved. And at the same time, trying to slow you down so that you don't burn out. <laughs> um, and I, <laughs> which has been a little harder said than done. Uh, so I'd love for you to share, I guess, just a little bit about um, just the support and how it sort of felt for you to have someone um, to sort of go on this journey to bounce things off with. Honestly, I would be a different human. I probably would be rocking in a corner if it wasn't for Kate. But I, I still remember some conversations of, you know, you know, people who have worked with me, I, I work very organically. Um, I get shit done. Yeah. If I think of something, I just go and do it. Like I, I am a doer. I've always been a doer. But I feel like also too there's been some pivotal moments and I still remember this. This is another one I remembered. Oh God, you know, I was, I was looking at faces up here in Yammer and, you know, I had some really big visions of, you know, running the business up here and, I just remember you going, Sophie, let's just stop for a minute. You're about to move your family, your kids, your whole life up here, and you also want to move the business up here at the same time. Mm. You're crackers. What are you doing? Like you don't need to do this. You can do this remotely, you know, and that was a light bulb moment. Yeah, I didn't really want to move everything up here, but I just thought that that was just the obvious thing to do. And, you know, when you said that, I was like this sense of like relief, but I just needed, it was like I just needed someone to be able to tell me that and someone I respected 
you know, I was going to listen to. And, you know, then on it's just been, you know, amazing. Like I love having geographical distribution of staff members, you know, like we've got our head office in, in Torquay. So I get to go back and, you know, see all my beautiful friends um, there when I go back to work there. We've got our head office there. Um, all of our dipping and everything is and productions all in Victoria. So it makes so much sense. Um, we've got staff in WA as well. Um, we've got crew that work in New Zealand with us too. So, you know, it can, that's one thing. It was so obvious, but I needed you to kind of guide me into that, you know, decision. So that, that was definitely one that I remember of like, well, that's just, mm. you know, Kate's just really helped me with that guide, guide that, you know, um, that's been integral and obviously, you know, you've been there in terms of like seeing all how many times, you know, the logo, the yeah. logo for me was definitely a process and, you know, being very, very visual. Um, I wasn't going to settle until I knew I, it was exactly right. And, you know, it was hard because this is incense was so ingrained in my head to be able to, come up with something that I'm going to look at every day and go, it's going to suffice for males. It's going to still talk what, you know, what I'm trying to say. And, you know, it's, it's just perfect now. So, so yeah, you, you've been obviously helping me with the big girl decisions, but then also along the way, just being that, you know, person to be able to go, yeah, nah, what about this? You know? So yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been crucial for this to happen. No, oh, I've loved it, Soph. And it's been, it was like at the perfect time, wasn't it, when you were just transitioning from your life to just go, to have someone to just guide you to slow down and just to, you know, move through things at a pace that made sense. And I know we've had created some magic and a few really cool ideas and a few little things that are coming out around packaging and playlists. And it was, it's just, it was really beautiful to be able to do that. So thank you. Um, so let's, let's chat a little bit more about actual business. So I'd love to hear a little bit about your wins, your challenges with bringing the team together. So if you want to dive in, like what are the biggest highlights or what's really exceeded expectations on this ride? Okay. So this is probably one thing for me that I really struggle with is stopping and celebrating the wins. Yeah. You know, I've come from previous where, you know, you're on to the next and you're on to the next and, you know, stopping and smelling the roses is something that's not ingrained in me. Um, so I've really had to try and, you know, take stock of when something amazing does happen and go, hey, that's, you know, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, obviously COVID and um, lockdowns did help a lot of businesses in terms of online and everything like that. And, yeah. you know, I, I randomly pulled out a number. I was like, oh, be cool to hit a million dollars worth of sales. Not a million dollars worth of profit, but we're talking yeah, no. a million dollars worth of sales. Um, and I remember saying to you going, oh, be so good to do that. And, you know, month by month, I was like, oh, we're close and we're closer. And, yeah, last year we we hit it, which yeah. just blew my mind. So, you know, we've, hit, we've, we've put the bar pretty high, you know, but I'd, I, I think that we can continue to hopefully grow because at the end of the day, like I just want to create a sustainable business that's going to be around for a while mm-hmm. um, and provide jobs as well, provide for my team 
Yeah. Um, and yeah, and just hopefully grow as a business at a sustainable rate. That means that we're going to be here long term. And, you know, that's really guided a lot of our business decisions in terms of, you know, how many doorways we're opening and, and stockists. And, you know, we've got a rule of two per postcode and, you know, the girls have are always inundated with stockers requests and you know we want to make sure that we're we can you know supply who we've already got at a you know so that's definitely been very um I'm very aware of um I've seen brands come in and open every store that they get asked and they don't survive they're done and dusted within a couple of years and I just don't want to be that I want to be no. I want to be here long term I want to create an amazing, flexible workplace. Um, I want to create a community. I want to give back. So there's there's some key things within you know my business that I have goals on, um, and they're not just about money at all. Um, no. if, if not anything, I don't probably put enough um, focus on that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's kind of kind of you know my overall mindset. You know, you create something that is positive and is giving back, then it'll give back to you. That's kind yeah. of my mindset. Absolutely. And and I think the, the biggest part of that that I sort of picked up from that and something you mentioned at the beginning of the podcast was I think it's been around the growth being organic. You didn't set out to take over the world in, in you know, in six months or 12 months, which we see some brands and businesses do trying to go too large too soon. And by you not just getting loans and things, it's been self-funded and going really slowly, I think has been probably a, a really important part of, of why it's grown as well as it has. And it's, I feel like it's going to be here for, for such a long time. I think that that's the thing. Like I, I've had some really big blockages myself just dealing with money and being so frightened and scared of, you know, taking any big leaps. Like we've, so Tripper and I have self-funded everything ourselves from that first box of incense that we've sold. We've invested the money back into the business. So you know, we've been so careful in every decision that we've made, um, probably to the point where it's, you know, I've really got to get myself out of that, you yeah. know, that mindset because I'm, I've, yeah, it's probably not the best mindset to be in when growing a business, but um, I'm learning every day. I am not a savvy business person. I am all about, you know, holistically creating a company that is, around going to be around for a long time and you know I feel like that's probably where I've learned a lot in my um my time in in working in brand and working at different brands you know like I've worked for some amazing brands who have been so disciplined in everything that they've done like Rip Curl's 50 years old and they've stood strong and you know that hasn't come around by you know just by chance yeah just by chance those brands have, you know, and those, you know, founders have, you know, passed on their wisdom to myself and and I've learned a lot from, you know, a lot of people that I've I've worked with along the way. So I've literally picked picked it the best bits out of from everyone and and taking this taking all those learnings on my journey. Yeah. Absolutely. And so going back to that biggest highlight, like biggest highlight collab, people sharing your product, like what's been like, what's been the really cool part of this? Oh my goodness. That is, there's, there, there is definitely a few. I feel like I still remember seeing our incense boxes in stores, walking into stores and seeing people yeah. buy it in front of me. That is definitely been 
an absolute highlight. Honestly, I wake up every day and there's a direct message in my Instagram um, from people just telling me how their incense has helped them or an email from, I get I get the most beautiful email from people going, oh my gosh, your incense have changed my life. It's helped me do this. You know, I've had a lady reach out who worked at a domestic violence um, clinic and she was burning the incense and she was saying how something so small has brought so much joy to the women that walk wow. in. Like that, that, that stuff is the reason why I get out of bed every day is just that feedback and knowing that, you know, those little sticks are helping people you know like that that stuff is just priceless to me yeah yeah it's so cool so um and then obviously definitely working I love working with creatives like that has definitely been um a highlight for me from all of my staff to you know working with um Soph Bell on our latest project we've done this will be our third, I think. Yeah. But this time we've created a scent for her. And, you know, that day I got to go and work in her office with her and her other team member was just, yeah, such a highlight for me. So yeah, that was, that was, that was pretty cool. Mm. Um, but yeah, the, just those, just those little nuggets of amazingness I never take for granted. Mm. And if I'm in that, you know, in that mode of like, wow, that's, that's really pretty cool. And I, yeah. I, I relish in that. Hundred percent. The the DMs that you yeah that you shared with me that's incredible, and I can't wait for Soap Bell's product. Did you say it comes out this this week, so it'll be out by the time this episode has launched. Um, yes. I love the name and the meaning behind it. It's so cool. So I think everyone's just really going to love that one. And so then we're just touching on that since you've mentioned Soap. I know that donating and giving back to you is is really important. So I'd love to hear those sort of collab fundraisers and and what you've been up to there as well. It's it's always been a big part of who I, who I am in my previous life. I've, I've raised money and really done or driven a lot of um, being involved with like disabled surface association in Perth and, you know, little bits and pieces. And last year when the floods happened, um, I text Soph and I was like, obviously we were affected up here and, you know, seeing it firsthand, it was just brutal. Mm-hmm. And I just, yeah, text Soph and said, Hey, you call if we re-release your box, um, I'll get it in and let's, let's pre-sell it and put all profits to, um, the give it foundation. So we raised $25,000 in 72 hours, um, which was incredible. I definitely had social media burnout after, after that. Um, we got all the boxes out and we, um, we donated the money and it just was, yeah, it it was amazing. So we did that and we've raised $10,000 for the brain cancer foundation, and then moving forward, we're raising and we're um, partnered up with the Black Dog Institute. So $2 from every sale will go to Black Dog Institute. And then anytime we there's like a Black Friday or Cyber Monday, we don't give discounts. Um, we will be donating the discount to um, the Black Dog Institute who are an amazing cause and they um, predominantly fundraise for research for mental health mm-hmm. um, across all ages. So that was a really, um, I really wanted to align and choose yeah. a philanthropy group that aligned with us. So yeah, Black Dog Institute is going to be a big part of our business. That's a beautiful alignment with everything that you're trying to create with gentle habits. So I love that. That's so beautiful to see that you're really prioritizing that and, and giving back to um, to people. That's incredible. 
And and so before we touched on that, we were touching on um, the highlights in the business journey. So with the highlights, always come the lowlights because <laughs> people usually just see the shiny parts on social media. What's been the most challenging parts of this journey, Soph, of, of starting your own business? Oh, goodness. I could write a book about this because there's definitely <laughs> been a lot. I think for me... You know, there's been along the journey, there's been some pivotal moments of where I've nearly pulled the pin. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, one of them, and it's pretty well known, is um, back in the incense days, we um, one of our oil suppliers just decided not to supply us um, and pull the pin, and we had over $100,000 worth of orders that we couldn't deliver before Christmas. And I remember getting a phone call. Um, I was at the pub with you know, the family and I literally just dropped to the ground and cried. And I was like, this is too hard. Like it was nearly falling into the too hard basket, you know, the rules. Um, And then probably the other one for me is just trusting process for Mm. me is just, you know, I'm, I'm, I get really, uh, I can't sleep at night about a whole money situation. Like I really, that, that for me has been a real test a mental game of, you know, have we got enough? How are we going to do this? You know, cash flow, um, you know, we're completely bootstrapped. We're all in, Tripper and I are all in, you know. So just managing that has definitely been um, my biggest challenge. And, you know, I have got, I've, I've got good tools now to, that's helping me go through this process because it is an absolute challenge because it's not something that I'm innate that I know about. Um, you know, I've got my very, you know, minimal what I know, but it's just more about, you know, just m- like managing the expectations, managing the stress, managing the worry, mm. you know, and having that belief that it's going to be okay. Yeah. And I think that that's probably been my biggest challenge is, is, is just making sure I've got that belief in myself all the time. Everyone's got it in me, but it's like at the end of the day, I really do need to believe in myself. And I know that we've got an amazing product and a beautiful brand. And, you know, I, I know deep down, but that those, those thoughts of stresses and money, you know, is, is always there for me. So it's just managing that. It is. It's huge. And I think like releasing expectations as well, isn't it? Like having a plan, but expectations are the thing that that's the first thing that's going to bring us undone and, and just flowing and, and trusting and just knowing, you know, knowing in your heart that what you're creating is, is meant to exist. But I think the finances is, is definitely one of the most challenging parts of running a business. And, and I see that for a lot of the women I work with, but it's just, if it is something that does challenge you, it's like pushing through that fear of, completely understanding it, which I've seen that you've done, which is amazing. And we're always still learning with finances and cash flow and all of those things. But it's it's one of those things that we can't just, it'll be right, you know, just avoid or um, sort of push it down, which I know a lot of people do. And I know we had sort of conversations about that early and you're so much, you know, more into that now and across it. But it is, it is a scary thing, especially in a product-based business, because there is so many outgoings. There is so many moving parts. That's something I've learned from working with you and just every product from, you know, oils and sticks and packaging and, and then the actual, you know, the unboxing and then the barcodes and just like, there's a million moving parts and people that need to come together to make this happen. So 
I, I don't think that like a product-based business is as easy as what people think it is. No, and it's funny you say that, Kate, because I, I there's there's something I always ask myself and go, if it was this easy, everyone would be doing it right. Yeah. Like it is absolutely, you know, just behind the scenes of the time and effort that goes into just the smallest things. Like there's just so many moving parts and if there is one thing falls over, then everything falls over. Expectations is definitely one thing that, you know, I've had to go, okay, if it's not going to be here by this date, then, you know, I have to pivot or I have to change or I have to, you know, accept the fact that that's not going to happen. But, the, you know, I'll give you an example. Like say, for instance, you know, we've got um, the bottles or the bottles for all our shower oil and body balm, you know, where there's huge MOQs on that. You know, you have to get the sample to make sure that the quality is correct. Yeah. Then you have to send it to the lab and that make sure that they can actually fill that bottle. You know, then there's a lid fits. If the lid doesn't fit and go on the correct machine, it's got to go back, you know, and that's just the packaging alone, um, you know, and then obviously you're working with raw materials and making sure all the raw materials are here in time. And, you know, there's just so many facets to a product business. And that's something that's been interesting too. Like my background is apparel you know, and I can put together bikinis and T-shirts and ranges and do all of that, no problems. I can do that, you know, that's super easy for me. But, you know, dealing with products I've never dealt with before, you know, I'm dealing with um, chemists and I'm dealing with new packaging and I'm dealing with, you know, all these new kind of scientific materials you know so for me it's been a huge learning curve um which I really love like I feel like that's probably why I've really enjoyed this process is because I'm there's not one product that I'm bringing to market that I have ever dealt with in my previous life and I think that that's probably one thing that I really loved I've, I've I've relished on it it's like wow I'm dealing with products I've never even really thought about and dealing with new suppliers and new people and yeah it's been it's been really refreshing yeah playing in a totally different space and I think once you start playing in that different space and and went one sorry once you made that decision to leave your full-time work and step into this business and to grow it and to add the layer of gentle habits another thing that I've seen that needed to sort of change and grow with that was a process and inviting some more humans into this business because mm-hmm. one thing I said early on is you cannot do this all yourself, woman. There is so many hats you are wearing. Um, so what did that look like? It, it, how did you bring that team together? It feels like it's been pretty organic. It's definitely been organic. I realized obviously dealing with yourself as well going, hey, like, so if your business is at X stage, you know, you really do need to start looking at what you need to outsource. And and that's been, again, another crucial um, part in our relationship in terms of, you know, our the coaching is like, you know, I probably would have just, you know, plodded along and kept on going without, you know, thinking about those things. So, you know, the the crew that we have on board, I, I mean, we're, I'm so thankful and lucky. Like I'm literally working with some of my best mates, um, yeah. which is just so rad. And, you know, bringing in our new general manager, Wally, mm-hmm. as well, um, has just been so, so amazing for me. 
I just really want to create and, you know, be in that creation stage of obviously, you know, not having to do everything, you know. So, you know, handing over those key things within my business to team members has been great. And you know what? Letting them go, like, yeah. you know, come back to me and show me what you've, you know, what you're you're doing. Like I don't want to micromanage everything. I want everyone to really step up and see what, you know, empower them to do what, you know, do their best work as well. So that's been really cool. So we've got um, nine part-time staff at the moment um, and heaps of mums love the flexibility. Like I obviously in some parts of my life haven't had that flexibility. You know, I get to now pick up um, ACE from the bus stop, something I've never done. Yeah. Never done, you know, school pickups. I've, you know, rarely gone to a school assembly and now I'm 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 getting my time again. So I want my staff to have that flexibility too. Super important. That's incredible. Yeah, it's so important. And I think part of that and you sort of touched on is is sometimes thinking like as business owners, we can do everything. Um, we should do everything. And it's a bit of a luxury or why would I pay for someone when I can do that myself? And sometimes there's a fear around, you know, the finances and could I do that? So I think it's like a really important thing of that organic growth being really across your finances, um, looking at where things could be delegated and taking that leap because we can never grow if we stay in that safe space of I'm trying to do it all. And I think it's the sign of a really good leader and 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 business owner and um, even, you know, creative director to just put your hand up and go, hey, I, I can't wear all of the hats. Um, other people might be better at some of these things and could probably do it quicker. And the more I outsource, the more I can grow and the more I can step into my creative director and let my magic unfold. So it's been really cool to see that you have trusted in that process and built the team for you to be able to continue to grow this business now. And that's, I think that that's the key. Like if there's any other business owner that was like me, you know, this time last year, freaking out about, you know, getting staff member on and stuff like, honestly, you just can't do it all. You can try, but you're also going to cook yourself, which I nearly did. And which was funny because then I'm going back to my old bad habits, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's working out what you do best and ensuring that you're doing that, um, and looking at the jobs and breaking them down and going, you know what? I don't need to be doing that. I can outsource that, you know, like that's what, that's key. And you can outsource it to a point where it's, you know, it's, it's, it could be just one day a week. It could be, you know, start small. So what's next for Gentle Habits? Obviously, of course, we've got to officially launch um, and the launch is four days after this episode comes out. So we've got to launch it's going to go amazing over Christmas. Is there anything else that we want to share that might be coming? I know you touched on tea before. Yes, there we do. We we have got some amazing products still to come. Definitely tea is coming. Gentle habits tea. Um, I love tea and I just really wanted to create something that I could throw in my handbag Um and travel with as well. Um, yeah. Not everyone can travel with the teapot and everything. So they're in the little pyramids. Um, so they're coming out. Um, sunrise, sundown and rosé tea. So super excited oh. about bringing that to market. And This Is Incense um, is also launching little diffuser ritual oils. Um, not everyone can burn incense at yoga studios and even had this beautiful customer reach out who's about to give birth and she is desperate 
to have her diffuser in the birthing suite with Bell's Beach. So I'm sending her a little bit of oil um, so she can use that in her birthing suite. So, you know, like that in itself as well as just being able to um, come to life too. So that's happening. So they're two new products to look out for next year. So exciting. And so what's next then for Sophie Marshall? I am definitely going to get through Christmas and have a little bit of time off because I have spent, or I, I definitely haven't have been having my lunch breaks, put it that, that way. So I definitely need to have that time and to recharge 100%. And next year is all about ensuring that, you know, we have our right processes um, everything's growing sustainably. Um, we're looking at, obviously, we've got a distributor in the US, so that's definitely um, starting to come to fruition. Um, we, I have a few other creative process, mm-hmm. uh, creative projects in the background as well, but I'm not going to give out to no, that because I want everyone be surprised yeah um but yeah next year is definitely about oh and of course I have to finish this house renovation so yes that is uh next year is to get this house finished or at least stage one finished and um to really absolutely enjoy my environment and I can't wait to watch and listen and observe everyone using their gentle habits products over the next six months and can't wait to watch everyone's mindful moments happen from it. Mm, it's going to be so beautiful to see. And I think it's been such a big year for you as much as we wanted to slow things down and for it to be gentler. It's it's kind of impossible to do that when you're launching like a whole new um, brand. But I think you'll really get to reap the rewards of that next year in this beautiful home and settle into your gentle habits and your beautiful rituals and all these things for your family. So um, is there any last sort of final thoughts, Soph, um, or your biggest advice for anyone in business, anything else that you wanted to share today? I definitely think my biggest takeaway from this whole process, because it has, it's been a really big process for me, um, so many changes, is just trust the process. Yeah. Like that's a huge thing. So, you know, if you've been gifted an idea or you know, been sitting on something or something's not quite right, just got to try and roll with it. Mm. I think that that's definitely my, my, my worldly bit of advice. And, you know, I want people to be able to be in their truth and, and find out what they love doing and, and do it and enjoy it and, you know, be captivated by, you know, getting out of bed every day. And I think that that is, that can only happen if you find, what it is and to actually trust that it's this, it's going to come to fruition, you know, so trusting the journey is definitely trusting the journey, trusting in the process, even though it can be bloody hard and stressful and, you know, emotional and all the things. Yeah. If you can trust that it's going to, you know, you're following the right direction, then I promise you it'll just be so worth it. A hundred percent agree. So it's listening to our intuition, isn't it? And those little niggles that, that come to us, it's not letting them slide and, and we can all have these ideas, but it's in the, the execution, isn't it? So um, yeah. And just believing in yourself that, that things can be better. So 
like oh, I'm so grateful to have had you here today, Soph. Um, it has been incredible. I knew a lot of your story, only most of it, but it's been really nice to see and hear all the other little bits in the gaps. And I'm sure there was like so many takeaways and aha moments for people. I know there was a few little challenges with the Wi-Fi through there. It's a bit windy in Yamba, so there's a few <laughs> words that were maybe a little. Uh, a little lengthened, but um, but it, but the message still came across, and I'm just so excited for these products to launch, though, because I I've been a part of the journey, I've seen the passion that's behind them, I know what they're here to do, and I just can't wait for people to get them, to receive them, to start using them, and to start changing their life, because ultimately that is what you were here to do, and I think that that's such a beautiful thing, and that will be a part of your legacy. Oh, it's always, it's funny that you said legacy because I've always wanted to make a difference. So I'm really excited. And, you know, if it, if there is something that is helping you, please reach out and let me know because I really value everyone's feedback and it keeps me going. So, you know, if you do have that moment of like with your incense or with your new dive mask or your positive outcomes journal, if there's something that we can do to make it better or if there's an experience that you've had using it, yeah, tell me. I, I, honestly, it's it's my magic moment every time someone does tell me. So please, yeah, I encourage you to reach out. Yeah, I expect you're going to get a lot of DMs um, after the launch. So thank you so hand on heart. So grateful that you uh, chose me to be your mentor, that I've had this beautiful experience with you over this last year, which will continue and the friendship that's grown. And um, I'm just, yeah, really, really grateful to have been a part of that and that you gave me the opportunity to share about the Gentle Habits story on my platform. So thank you so much. Oh, such a pleasure, Kate. And thank you for everything you've done for me because I tell you right now, I don't think I'd be sitting here talking to you that whole story if, you, if I didn't find you. So thank you. No, it's my pleasure. You had it within you, so if you just need a little help to find those answers sometimes. So you've <laughs> got this. Um, but thank you so much. And, um, yeah, thank you for such a beautiful episode. And I can't wait to get my hands on Gentle Habits products next month like I imagine everyone else will be. So thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I would love to hear your biggest takeaways from today's episode. Please DM me on Instagram at Life and Business in Flow or leave a review. If you could go one step further and subscribe or share today's podcast on your socials, I'd be very grateful. Until next time, take care and thank you.